Okay. All right. Okay. Now Cool. we're recording. Okay. All right. So how you doing, Frieza? Should we call each other Um, Frieza? Like, should I call you Frieza or should I call you Chris? you can call me whatever you want, whatever makes you feel comfortable. I can call you Chris. What would you like me to call you? You want me to call you Seti Spaghetti? You can call me Seti Spaghetti. <laughs> All right. Well, Seti Spaghetti it is. All right. So nothing off the table. Episode one. We don't have microphones and we don't have equipment. I'm literally recording on my phone right now. I hope that's Same okay with here. everybody. Not that anyone's going to be listening, but right. if we should, if they should listen. Yeah, so, if they should listen, just know that this is the first episode. And uh, yeah, we're going right off the dome. No script. Yeah, right off the cuff. So anyway, <laughs> so... I'm thinking, like, you know, we had a very interesting conversation earlier in DMs. I don't know if you want to talk about any of that. <laughs> sure. Anything. Look, like the title says, okay, nothing is off the table. So, yeah, I'm down okay, to talk about. Yeah. Okay, so. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. It's. It's just strange to me. Okay, so for anybody who would be listening, and I'm not sure if anybody will be, but if for anyone who does, we were talking about earlier <clears throat> was BDSM. That's what we were talking about, BDSM. So I don't need to go into what that is. I'm sure everybody knows. And <laughs> so Chris over here, Frieza, that's that's a handle of his, Frieza, that he said that he's never been interested in it before but now it's interesting to him 30 something years old this man doesn't know anything about it never watched porn never thought about it before all of a sudden goes hey maybe i'll give it a try i could see it being interesting can you explain to me and to our audience can you explain to, to us what what that's about okay okay you know what for starters We're going to need to set the record straight, okay? Because every red and blue-blooded American has watched porn, okay? I right. don't particularly search for BDSM category, okay. but, okay. but, yeah. Um, you know what? So it's not that I'm suddenly interested. I'm not even really all that interested. What got me interested in the first place was taking that test. That's that's literally the thing that triggered an okay, interest, and it was only. Tell what us happened? about the test. What's the test? Tell us about first. Tell, okay. tell what's the test. So, a couple of weeks ago, um, in this server, uh, they were having a discussion um, about BDSM, and there's a, this test on the internet. That you can take, you get asked, uh, you know, a whole lot of questions or whatever, and right, like what based kind on of your questions? answers, right. So um, they get, they ask you questions like, um, do you are you comfortable with, um, are you comfortable with bondage? Are you comfortable with torturing, and or it's just a lot of shit. I really don't know. I would have to look it up. In fact, hmm. you know what? I can look it up right now because um, there was quite a bit of questions, and I don't remember a lot of them off the bat. But 
Right. There were no, a bunch I, of questions. Let me tell you something. If people looked, if people look on Google, they would see. If you go on Google and you type in BDSM test, and there's going to be a test, and it's going to be like over fifty something questions or a hundred something questions. And I took it, and I it, and I took right. it also like over fifteen years ago as well. The thing is with this test, and I'm just going to say this, is that um. It's it's for people who are into the lifestyle of BDSM, and a lot of the questions to me, they seemed just a little off kilter. I don't know what the word is. I'm trying to think of off kilter. Maybe that's the word. They just seemed like a little off balance. Like that's for people who are like really deep in that scene, who are wanting to live that kind of lifestyle. It's outdated for sure. The questions are outdated because everything's always changing according to people who are involved in that. So <clears throat> there's that. And, um, but yeah, I also, I also did take the test. So it was interesting. It's a fun test, but it's right. not, I wouldn't say that it's like the be all and end all of, Oh, this is what you're into. This is, you know, how you should be. This is who you should look for or whatever. Oh, that's my, well, so, Okay, tell me this, because the test that I took is probably the same one you took, but they give you two options. They give you the, like, extended version, and they give you a uh, shortened version. I took the short one because I didn't want to sit there answering questions all day. Okay. Um, which one did you take? I took the extended version. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe I should do that one to get a more in-depth kind yeah, of but overview even if you of... No, no, no. I, I understand. But even if you take the in-depth version, it's still going to have like a similar vein of questions where it's for people who are just into the lifestyle. Like a lot like you you're looking it up now. But I remember I just suddenly remembered one of the questions is, could you live this 24 seven? Could you I don't remember exactly, but it was basically, do you want to live this master slave lifestyle 24 seven? And and like oh. the, depending on like how you answered that question, I answered no. I answered all the way to like the left of that. Absolutely not. But depending on how you answered that question is how they perceived you to be kinky or into BDSM. And that I think is an outdated way of thinking or just it's for extreme, extreme, extreme people, I think. Oh. That's what I think. That's what I think about right. the test. Okay, so yeah. that one question alone kind of sways it in a direction, huh? I didn't know that because I got that question a few times. I got that question based off, uh, it was a question about would I want to live all the time as a couple's pet or uh, <laughs> right, something right. like that. And you know what? Nothing about that sound like, no, I don't want to do 24-7 anything because, I mean, come on, that's, it's, it's a lot of effort and it's a lot of work staying in a mode or a character or whatever it is you want to call it so no i definitely answered no to any 24 7 question on yeah this test. no 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 that's a little rough um the thing is i will say yeah staying in a mode maybe that's a good term for it I, I know a lot of people involved in this type of or have this kind of mindset i really do and like they wouldn't consider staying in a character like we like so so some people as far as this is how i see it some people do go into characters and they role play and everything else which it sounds like 
that's something you would be interested in. Maybe I'm making, maybe I'm making an assumption here, but I also see people as really like embedded and really living and they're not playing a character. They're really living that lifestyle. They want to be your slave or they want to be your master. And that's it. Like it's, it's a binding thing where they're living that life. Like husband and wife? No, no, no. Master and slave. And that's, you went into this commitment of that is right. how it is. That's how, that's, I've known people like that. Personally, I think that's a little fucking boring. But that's me. I'm not putting anyone down just for me. That's boring. You're kink shaming. No. <laughs> but, um, look, okay. Um, so, you and I, we come from, uh, the very early stages of chatting on yeah. AOL. Um, yes. So when I first got on in the in the late nineties, mid to late nineties, um, I came across a lot of people that role played. Like they had yeah. they had chat rooms dedicated to role playing. And back then, I mean, come on, back then I was a teenager. It didn't really interest me to role play, and it doesn't right. really interest me now play. all that much. Yeah, yeah, like it's it's okay, but it's not something that I'm just like enthusiastic about. So with this BDSM test, right, there were like I don't think there were very many questions that I answered with a absolutely or an absolutely not. A lot of my questions kind of leaned towards one area, but not actually solidified in that area. You know what I mean? Because you know they have um it's like a they have bubbles. And each, each direction, whether I agree or I disagree, you can, you know, there's there's an in-between. And a lot of my answers were leaning towards one side, but not sold on, on one particular thing. Um, Role-playing was not one of them. Uh, I don't really find, I don't find, you know, that a turn on. But I guess, I mean, to each their own, I guess I could role-play a little bit. It depends. You know, I'm not trying to role play as a an animal or no, no, uh, no. a character. <laughs> yeah, Dude, but, sure. yeah. Um, so no, that I don't really. I wouldn't really say that role playing is something that I would be interested in. But right, the parts of the test that interested me the most um, are the nurturing and the dominating because that's a kind of character trait I have already when it okay. comes to just, you know everyday social situations or having friends I'm a very nurturing kind of person if anyone needs my help I'll give it to them or you know I like to uh, reassure people I like to just I don't know I like to make people feel good okay but I also especially in the bedroom like you know I'm going to take control I'm not going to be the kind of person that I'm not going to be a submissive Sure, I'll try it. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'll try almost anything, but it's not something that in my head, I'm just like, hell yes, I want to do this. You know? Hmm. So, yeah, I think the parts that interested me the most are that, you know, um, being a master or daddy, a dominating kind of person, but also nurturing. Let me ask you a question. When you say a master or a daddy, don't you think that's taking on a role? In a sense, or or that's just naturally who you are. But then for those people, as far as I know, and maybe I'm ignorant to this, and maybe if people listen, I'm going to get some comments. I really don't know. But like when you take on the master, quote unquote, role, or you become a master to somebody, that's like a that's like a whole other thing. Like you you're in control of that person. But like it's 
I don't know. Would you consider that if it's just in the bedroom, do you want, I don't know how to phrase the question. You want them to call you master in the bedroom? Is that what you're saying or no? I don't. Okay. So here's the thing, right? Is it a mindset? Yeah, yeah. Tell me what the thing is. I feel like it's more of a mindset than anything else, right? Because um, I've never actually experienced it. My answers are based, like when I was reading this test, right? I would imagine these scenarios and some of them were mildly interesting. Like that was one of them. I never have actually done it before. So I can't really comment on if I would like it, but I would like to try it. Um, now I have been in situations where, um, I mean, come on, like what man hasn't been called daddy before in the bedroom. So yeah, that, that right. kind of shit is hot. That kind of shit is kinky and hot. But as far as actually someone, you know, calling me master, I don't think that that would be a turn on. I can't really say in, in the heat of the moment, it might be in the heat of the moment that, that kind of, um, character that kind of dominating mode might be a, a, a turn on i would have to try it i would like to try it you would like to try it but before yes okay so before okay so before you took this test though this never you this never crossed your mind or it no it, it never really crossed my mind not not really like don't get me wrong i've i've it's been in pop culture you know we've all heard of the 50 shades of gray books we've all heard yeah of, but you know, but we, we all have been down that. Yeah, no, I know. Well, I didn't yeah, read those no, books. But, I mean, I've I've never read them personally. I just heard about it when it was trending. But it, I've never been. I can't really say that I've ever thought about it in like everyday situations. Like even hooking up with girls, I never really thought. Oh, I wish I could tie this woman up. Okay. Wow. Okay, yeah. but now you do. Now you're curious to try it. You're curious. Now I'm curious. Yes. Now I'm a, my interest is a little bit peaked right now. Okay. Okay. I you know I I don't want to say anything that's like because I don't want to presume for you, right? So I'm not going to do that. But I do feel like for you, it's a passing interest. Like you're interested, but you're not interested like how people are when their brain is um wired that way i don't think your brain's wired that way like in that way maybe maybe you like to be a little domineering in the bedroom i don't know a lot of guys are but that doesn't mean that they're into the full spectrum or bdsm or anything like that they're just like to manhandle a woman or whatever right right you know turn on for them to manhandle like a woman smaller and shorter than them or whatever the case may be i really don't know but because i'm not a man i don't know but i know what i've heard um, but like what you're talking about, tying them up and all this other stuff. Uh, yeah, I think for you, it's just to, like you said to me before we started recording, you want to get your feet wet a little. Just to see. Right, right. Yeah. So I, I consider it, you know, it's one of those things where I would have to be jump started into that world because without any experience i don't really it's not something i think about on a daily basis however i'd be down to go to like some fucking sex dungeon or i would be down to go to something like that because i see that shit i've seen it on on tv i don't know how accurate tv or movie portrayals of you know those kind of uh events are but i would love to visit i would love to go to something like that a house or or anything where they're having that kind of event 
I would totally be down to do it just to get Definitely. a feel for what it's no. like. Yeah, and it could jumpstart my fuck. It could jumpstart um, my desire. You never know. But yeah, it's I would crazy. totally be down to go. Yeah. I think most people have the desire like since they're young. I think, but it could, who knows? Maybe not. Maybe it's just the people I've met or known like for you, like again, like it just, you might see something that you really like. Here's what I've learned. Okay. And this is what, this is what somebody told me. It was an ex of mine. They said men are into everything. Men will, men are into everything. Yeah. You, you and into every kind of woman they, they, you know, they don't, they might have a type, but they'll still be into you. If you're not their type, if you're fucking them, they're going to be into you. But that's what I've heard. Yeah. Like they're into that's true. Is that true? That's pretty. I would say that's pretty accurate. That's pretty accurate up to a certain point. Yeah, I'm. I'm very flexible with a lot of things. Maybe it, even more so. I think as you get older and wiser, or just older and and more uh, experienced in life, you become more flexible. Because uh, as a teenager, or even as someone in their early twenties, um, I had a type, and I wanted just that type. But what now it's like, man, my type, um, I like to really, I like to really petite women that were mm, like girl next door type, like bubbly. Okay. Like very, very feminine, very girly. Okay. Kind of, uh, women. And as I got older, you know, I wouldn't say my yeah. I would guess my 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 type has expanded quite a bit. To I just love women in general. You know what I mean. And mm. yeah, I would I would absolutely say that um, it's accurate that men are a lot of men are into everything. Okay, that makes sense. Very accurate assessment. Yeah, they're into everything. But here's the thing that I've also heard and learned. Maybe not learned this personally but like i've heard this and i mostly heard this from women so this like the first thing i heard from men this is i've, or I've heard from women you could be a woman that a guy is gonna fuck but if you're not their type they're not gonna be into you marry you or they'll fuck you for sure they're gonna fuck you but they're not gonna go further with it you'll be the fuck buddy you're not gonna be the relationship type or build a life with type or i'm not gonna be too interested in you we're just gonna have sex and we're not gonna go further than that basically right is that also the case for you or if you find a girl that's not bubbly not the girl next door not short not sweet not whatever and petite what and and you started fucking her but you like her personality all of a sudden she's not what you wanted when you were a teenager in your 20s but there's something else there are you going to go further with it she's not who your type was or probably still is deep down maybe i don't really i don't know um I am I I would say I'm definitely the type at least over the years to really really come to appreciate personality okay now I would absolutely um I could absolutely see myself even if they're not my type um giving someone a chance or even falling for that person if they have a great personality because it's really hard to come by that these days, especially here in Southern California where a lot of people are shallow and a lot of people are uh, very money hungry mm -hmm. and focused on certain, on only certain aspects of human beings. I think one of the 
pros, at least one of, at least for me, of growing up online is you get to experience such a wide variety of people and personality right. types. It's yeah, true. and I've come to appreciate that more in a in a partner in a woman than I do their their looks and their stature because can you, you can find yeah yeah yeah. yeah. You, Go look, on, you sorry. can find a pretty girl anywhere. You can find hot women anywhere. You can pay for them these days. It's like True. they come a dime Perfect. a dozen, okay? But yeah. to truly have someone you click with, to truly have someone that you just you don't know, have a good time with, have great conversation, that just has a great personality, that shit's hard. And if I find that in a person, regardless of if they are my type, looks-wise or not, I would definitely go for it. Absolutely. I think that's. I think that's wise of you. I don't know how other people are going to take it. I think that's really like it sounds like. You know, I've known you for a very long time, um, and and I've always liked you. I never thought anything bad of you ever. But I, it sounds like I've gotten to know you more recently, even though I've known you for for like I don't know seventeen, eighteen years. Um, and it sounds like you have a lot of depth. What you said has a lot of depth to it. Has a lot of weight to it, for me, from what I'm hearing. Just sounds very deep. Thank you. Thank you, Not Sadie. Not shallow at all. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I really hope that um, people in general, or, you know, I hope that people in general um, grow and become wise and, and their beliefs and, and views on things kind of change and, and grow. Because mm -hmm. asking me this question earlier in my life I would be like hell no you know uh, we as men especially I mean I, I really think it's an environmental or location based it's just how you grew up okay and here in particular how we grow up in Southern California is that we really just we're really shallow a lot of people out here and that's how I grew up I just wanted a really hot girl as most guys, you know, teenagers, we look up to, you know, we have our favorite celebrities, we have our favorite crushes, and they're always just your standard hot women that are pushed to us from right. TV, from media, from pretty much any outlet is pushed to us. So that's what I wanted. But as you get older and, you know, as you're as you gain wisdom, as you live, you kind of realize that, bro, that's just that's really not all there is to being with someone. They could be the hottest person in the world, but if they're if they're a shitty person, you're not going to be happy. So That's yeah, uh, as I got That's older, yeah, looks matter less and less the older you get because that's one thing that we all have in common is our looks will fade. Okay, you could be the hottest yeah. person in your twenties, but you look like absolute dog shit in your sixties. It don't really matter if you have a great personality. That will carry you very far. Um, you know, you can have a lot of friends with a great personality. You can have a lot of fake people with too. looks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hmm. You could have a lot of fake people with a great personality, too. I mean, That's fake true. people in your life. In your life. Yeah. I know how you meant yeah. it. But... You're right. Yeah. Yeah. That's absolutely true. But, um, yeah, I definitely, I, and I hope this goes for a lot of people. Um, you have to appreciate everything a person can bring to the table, not just their looks, not just, um, you know, not just certain things, not money, not looks. You have to appreciate the other person in general because if they make you happy, 
Yeah, if they make listen, you happy, listen. like, you know. Yeah, I want to tell you something. Listen to this. So it's very true what you're saying, especially about money. And this is this goes for me because we're talking about looks. We're talking about personality. Yeah, all of that matters to a certain extent or it did for me to a certain extent. Really, personality is what I really like. But money, I'm going to tell you this. Money is a little bit or was a little bit of a weakness for me for a while. Um, but it really isn't And I'm now. But I'll tell you this. <clears throat> I used to live, and you know this, but people don't. I used to live with a guy in a mansion. And he was, he was, I'm not going to down, I'm not going to bad talk this person, but I will say that we were having problems while we were in this mansion. And I called a family member of mine and this is my family member's mentality. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you a little bit about this family member, not going into too much detail, but, um, she, uh, has wealth through her husband, but her husband is in trouble with the law and owes the federal government currently a million dollars. Um, and a whole bunch of other things, uh, go into that as well. But I mean, like these people, this family member and their kids and all this, they've had private jets. I mean, we're talking really like nice stuff, homes, whatever. I mean, some of it was a little bit um, handed down to them, uh, including uh, her husband's business was handed down to, to her to them. But that's 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 another story. Anyway, I end up calling this family member and I'm crying and I'm in this mansion and she goes, you know, I'd rather be crying in a mansion than happy in an apartment building. That is what she said to me. And it stuck for a little while. I, you know, that rolled around in my head. I was like, what a crazy way to think. Um, and, uh, but I understand the need for money and security for some people. But if that's all you're going for, there's going to be problems. If that's it, the person has money and that's all you see and that's what you're going for. First of all, there's a problem with you. You have a personality disorder or something. Something's wrong with you, I think. Um, and uh, but also, like you're going to end up having problems with the person and in your life. I feel that way. Maybe I'm wrong. Right. That's been my experience from what I've seen. From what I've no, seen. No, that's absolutely correct. Yeah, that's that's true for the majority of people. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. There, there, there's a saying, you know, everyone has heard before about money not buying happiness. Now, I believe that state. I used to believe that statement to be false, and I mm -hmm. still do, in a lot of ways. Right. But right. in relationship, it can only buy happiness to a certain degree. Okay, you could have a scumbag person with a lot of money. Yeah, you'll be happy in some areas. You know, you could do anything you want. But will you really be fulfilled in a emotional in a you know an emotional state in an emotional way, even spiritual? Like, will you will you be fulfilled in any other way than materials? And and probably not. No. But yeah, I, um, there's a lot more to a person than money, and I do believe that. Money is, is, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to act like it's not important because it is like, that's what makes the world go around. But yeah, in terms of that Absolutely. being the only thing that people are worried about, which it is out here, a lot of dating um, are based on what tax bracket a person is in. And that's just to yeah. me, I believe that is the absolute wrong approach, which is why so many relationships, so many people in a dating scene are just 
having, you know, they're, they're striking out a lot in the dating area because all they're looking for is a person to make X amount of money. And it's like, dude, why do you guys not understand that after so many attempts of finding a person that makes what you want them to make and failing, why do you not think that you should maybe change your parameters a little bit? Right. They don't, they don't think that way. Their reality tunnel is so narrow and so small and maybe they've been programmed. I really don't know. I've been to California once. It was, um, outside of, uh, San Francisco. Um, and it was, uh, I, I did go to San Francisco, but this, I, I was also outside of it. Like I went for a wedding and, um, so I don't really have too much experience with, with California, and I've always had a different view of it, but like, here's what I know about people is that, you know, unless you break the programming, how you were raised and how you were raised to think and what your parents believe to a certain degree and what your friends believe and the bubble that you grew up in, um, or the bubble that's around you, um, that affects you. You're that's, you're programmed to feel this way. And you might think that you're not, but in a lot of cases, people who don't even think that they're programmed are programmed so like how you say like they need to expand their horizons they need to first realize that this is a problem and they're not going they're just not going to because how could having money be a problem having money is not the problem but if all you're looking for is money that that's the problem right there all you're looking for is the money in somebody else go get the money yourself go get the money yourself come on i don't know (laughs) Yeah, you're you're absolutely right, man. And um, wow, I didn't I didn't know you came to California. San Francisco is way up north from me, but yeah, that's that's really cool. Um, I, I don't know how it is up there. I've, I've never visited San Fran, to be honest with you. It was really really nice. Um, so uh, I visited a friend, uh, somebody who I also knew online, grew up with online, knew her since we were 12, 13 years old. Um, we are no longer friends, but that's a whole other story. Um, but, uh, I go, to, I, you know, I was invited to her wedding and somebody else paid for me, which was very, very nice. Actually, the guy I was just talking about in the mansion, he paid for me to go. He paid for my, my airplane ticket, my motel, like everything, which was super, super nice. And I don't know why he did it. You know, it's a lot of money to spend, but I think he had a lot of money at the time and he grew up poor. So having money to him was like, we're going to spend all the money that we can on everybody and everything. Cause he had no money growing up. So money didn't mean much to him in that way. Um, but anyway, so now it does because he lost all the money. He wishes he can get it back. But anyway, make a long story right. short, I go to California. Um, it was beautiful. It was in May 2017. And it was a little chilly, which I didn't expect because, in my opinion, I thought, you know, California must be hot. But it wasn't. Um, not that it was cold, but it was. It, was, it got chilly at night. And I'm in this motel room. I, I stayed there for three days. Um, I arrived the day before the wedding. I, it was like, kind of like in the afternoon, I didn't see anybody. And I went to San Francisco, crossed the Golden State Bridge and everything. And it was beautiful. I went to a Whole Foods. It was very, very nice. And then I went back. And then the next day was the wedding. Um, my friend married a lawyer and, uh, 
but they're divorced now. Not gonna get into all that. Whoa. That's her personal business. Oh yeah. Mm. And now, um, and then I, you know, I hung out with them. I went to the wedding. I the next day they had a party with their friends and family. I didn't go to that. I was invited and I waited until her family left because I felt a little weird. Like that's her family. And then I I met them at the wedding, but I like waited and then I and then I went after the to the after party of that and then we hung out until like three in the morning. Beautiful house. Very hilly. Like I I'm sure you've seen pictures of San Francisco. Everything is really hilly. There was like 14 yes. steps going up to her front door. It was like one of those houses. Yes. Very, very nice. I liked it. I liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um <laughs> the only the only experience I have with San Francisco is watching Full House. Right. <laughs> because you know that, that that's where they live. Yeah. But um yeah, I've always yeah. wanted to visit. I don't know why I never have gone up there. Um maybe I will sometime, but I've always wanted to visit. I just guess I never really had a reason to go. Like I don't know anyone there and people that I do know down here, they're just like a lot of people I know aren't really into road trips and it's so weird because I love road trips. Um so do I. Yeah, I would love to go many, many places, but, you know, I like doing things with people. So, you know, if people don't want to do it, like, I don't think that there is a point, at least for me, to, you you know, do stuff alone. Yeah, it's a cool experience, but I like to experience things with people. I like to make memories with people, you know? Right. No, I feel you. Yeah, San Fran would be really cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny you say Full House, by the way, because it looked exactly like that. <laughs> like, exactly how the opening uh, is, you know? It was exactly like that to me. But, um, right. yeah, I feel you. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, me too. I, I like being alone. Don't get me wrong. And I think people confuse loneliness with being alone. And, you know, they don't, they can't handle being alone because they're lonely. That's not, that's not me. I like to be alone. I like to do things alone. I also like to do things with people. It depends on my mood. But the thing is, I feel you. I, I, I love road trips, but I want to do something with somebody. I don't, like a lot of the times it's stupid. I don't want to go by myself because I want to be able to like talk about about it, feel it with the other person, like you know, exactly. have the experience of right. empathy and whatever it is, and we could both be excited about this thing, and that's what I like. And I think a lot of people feel that way, you know. I think that's right. I think that's an empathetic thing, really, more more than anything else. Yeah, I one hundred percent agree, especially with the you know liking my space. I like my privacy. I like to be alone, um, like in my own. I don't necessarily like to live alone, but I like to, you know, that I like to know that, hey, if I want to just have some time to myself, I'll just go, I'll go in my room, I'll go somewhere and just have alone time. I don't like to be surrounded by people 24-7. However, I do like to do things with people, just like you said. So, yeah. Yeah. No, no, I feel all of that. All right. So. Damn. Yeah. So this was a good first first episode, I think, right? I think so, yeah. Especially going in, like, raw with no topic, just right off the dome. Yeah, I think it was a great episode. 
Yeah. Okay. All right. So why don't we wrap this up right now? See how the recording yet once because we're recording on discord just so people know we, we don't know what we're doing. So you're going to hear it's probably not going to be the best audio right now. Eventually we'll get microphones and equipment and all that stuff, but that's going to take some time. I'm recording this off my phone. We said that in the beginning. Um, but yes, yeah, so we're going to wrap this up now. Thank you guys for listening. If you have any thoughts or ideas, please share them cunts if you want to be on the podcast let us know we want to hear stories we want to hear from you and thank you yes. so much all right yes Bye, tell your friends and family about nothing off the table podcast yes nothing off the table okay all right hey thank you guys <laughs> have a good one <laughs>